Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Soyla Perez. And I'm Vero Valleti Flores, and we're two Latina friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we've got a, mu- a new music episode for y'all. Yeah, and we had some unexpected time off this month, so we did less episodes in March, but just to make it cute, we decided to do All Mujeres this month, Mm -hmm. just extending on the Mujeres love, and the first track is yours, Betis. Yeah, this is a really fun one that just came out a couple weeks ago. This is called Perro Arrepentido, and it's by Olga Tanyon. Let's take another listen. genre of like woman scored scorned songs <laughs> especially when they are really like mean to the men who scorned them <laughs> i also love this genre yeah i was thinking that maybe we should do an episode about i love the genre of song. being mean to men <laughs> we, did th- we did talk about doing a misandry episode i feel like this was- <laughs> we have i've been advocating for it for years yeah yeah. So y'all might remember Olga Tanyon because she has another like famous woman scorn song um, called or Misandry song called Es Mentiroso from the nineties. Um, if I if I played yeah, it for you, yeah, she's been around for a minute. Yeah, she's been around for a minute. I brought that song to an episode years ago for like shower jams because <laughs> it's just good for like Amazing. streaming along too. Amazing. But um, but yeah, I mean the song she's literally calling him a dog with his tail between his legs and being like pobrecito. You know, it's like it's just amazing. She's clowning the she's dude. She's just really she's just really like you're pathetic, you know. Which I I don't know. I love that. Oh, kind of like truly. Kind of like first wives club vibes you know just like really this is not the woman who's like heartbroken she's like you're a piece of trash basically um (laughs) so okay i had i did a double take on this video because i was like is that actually her in the video because this woman is in her 50s did you have any reaction to that 
Riddle. Oh, she looks like a person who's in the entertainment industry in her 50s to me. Just like a lot why. of Botox and plastic surgery. I know. It really took me back. I was like, whoa, this woman just, and she looks, she just looks different. She looks really different than she did when she was younger. Um, and yeah, that's the story. I went to her Instagram and I was like, like her second video was like a post about some like hormone treatment thing that she's like promoting people do. So yeah, yeah I mean, JLo's yeah. like in her 50s. Yeah, You know, this is, like, what we expect women to look like in their 50s Ugh. now. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, it's yeah. just, like, mad interventions. Just, like, for whatever reason, really taken aback. And I was like, is this, like, a body double? Like, what is happening? But now that's her. But, yeah, she's a Puerto Rican singer with a long career, including the Es Mentiroso hit. And she's still going and still, you know, trying to bring the, the youthful vibes. But I love this song. I was really happy to find it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like more power to anybody who wants to modify their body and however they see fit. Yeah. One thing yeah. that I don't love is like the um, Instagram face, that phenomenon, um, that? where like everybody has the same face. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a little bit of what you see when like everybody starts like, you know, removing their buccal fat or like Ugh. or buckle fat or however the fuck you call that. Yeah. I don't know. I've never mm-hmm. considered removing the fat from my face but yeah no i mean as i'm with like a chubby face i'm personally offended by this trend but i mean i i although i think i look better i'm gonna look better when i'm older because y'all are gonna be like sallow and wrinkly and i'm gonna have like a nice plump wrinkle free face so yeah yeah that's exactly um, correct everybody's gonna (laughs) get fillers where their fat used to be in their face i know (laughs) and you got to keep repeating those they don't last so I'm yeah, I'm like all for body autonomy, do what you want to do, live your best life. But these things are so, so influenced by fat phobia and by white supremacy and by all sorts of beauty standards that are really problematic. So it's hard not for me not to see that layer of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's very complicated. It's very, very complicated. Yeah. And like white women having like pumping up their lips and, you know, in this sort of style of color and all this different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, this... um, this Instagram face, this is like a Gia Tolentino coined this, but it's like, you know, mm-hmm. like very um, influenced. This like f- face that you can get is influenced by like the Kardashians who like also or like the like original architects of this. Um, right. You know, and, like, weird the BBL like and stuff. Yeah. black <clears throat> aesthetics on white women situation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this, we were talking a little bit about the Kardashians last week because of the Bad Bunny mm-hmm. um, tea and uh, how I felt bad because, like, they're, like, the original culture vultures and, like, you know, he can date any white girl he wants, but, like, that's, like, a gross, a particularly gross one, <laughs> yeah. but, you know. It's complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have I have really bad reality TV tastes, um, and I've been noticing recently, like, just like the impact of like seeing these like such thin like abnormal bodies as like just like consuming so much of their of like video about with these people's bodies which is like had this kind of one-on-one moment of like oh wow this has like a negative impact on me you know but one of the things I was noticing like one of the trends is like these really high cut and like narrow bikini fronts on the bottoms like Mm. bikini bottoms you know what I mean like yeah so like if you had any hair or any like labia even I'm like, where's these, where's these people's, where are their labia? Like, I don't understand like how that's, they, they can wear those bathing suits. So I was just like having a moment being like, wow, you don't even have any fat like on your, like 
I don't I was just I was like I, I don't know I don't understand what's happening or what what kind of me, you know surgeries people have had or whatever I mean I know everybody's body's different but I'm just like these standards are so insane and impossible for anybody for most people to meet well you know? any standard is impossible for most people to meet because everybody's body's different is the point right. I think yep. yeah that's true that's true fair anyway love this song <laughs> um love the vibe yeah yeah shout out Olga still doing her thing so before we go to your song um in addition to sort of extending the like uh, Women's History Month vibes into April. We're also extending our birthday celebration into April because of our lack of publishing the beginning of March. So we're giving folks an extra week to take advantage of our member special. So seven years. We love y'all. We really appreciate your support. The main way that we keep the show going is membership support. It's five dollars, five, ten, or fifteen dollars a month, um, and you help us make this show possible. So we want you to consider um, signing up in honor of our seventh anniversary. And if you sign up to be a member in the next few days, deadline is April 10th. We will send you a little Perreo keychain, which is a keychain that I designed a little bit ago and we've been having in the store. I carry it around everywhere. So, um, you know, personally, I endorse it. And yeah, we will send that to you absolutely free. It's like a $16 value. So um, yeah, as a thank you for becoming a member this month. So thanks to everybody um, who consider- is considering supporting us. <laughs> QVC vibes. I love it. Yes. You the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could have I could have been another life, another life. Can um, you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. What do you have next for us? The next song that I have for y'all is from a project that is really cool and really exciting. Um, Let's listen to this song first. This is a cover of the classic Preciosa, and it's by Senia Ruinas. Que siempre la llamaré preciosa Perla del Caribe Borinque Preciosa te llaman las olas del mar que Preciosa por ser un encanto, por ser un Edén. Y tienes la noble hidalguía de la Madre España y el fiero cantío del indio bravío lo tienes Preciosa te llaman los bardos que cantan tu historia. So 
for those of y'all who might have missed um, the episode recently where we talked about this, La Brega is um, their most recent season. So La Brega is a, a podcast and a show from WNYC and Futuro Studios, and um, they are the recent season is about the music of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And um, they talked about like all of these like essential songs um, to Puerto Rico, to Puerto Rican identity. Um, and then like Preciosa, they talked about as sort of like the unofficial Puerto Rican national anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've gotten, uh, they're, they're releasing an album of current artists who are covering all of these iconic Puerto Rican songs. And this one is the cover of Preciosa. It's by Senia Ruinos, who's an artist that we love. We've had her on the show a few times. I just saw her live last week and hung out with her at the after party. She's such a sweetheart. And I love this version. It's so great. Um, and I'm super excited about all the other covers. One of the covers that we um, that we also uh, have already is the cover of El Gran Barón by Ana Macho, who is a non-binary artist. And that's really dope and so such a cool upending of um of this of that song um and yeah it's just like such a cool project I'm, i can't wait to hear the rest of the songs yeah it's really amazing i love that they're doing that and if y'all haven't heard this season of la Varega, it's so good it's such a dope like sort of deep mix of um, the meaning that songs can take on in culture, in a diaspora, in how music sort of like keeps people like in a place and also in the diaspora connected to each other. Um, it's really, really good. Yeah, highly recommend. Did you know the original of this song, Reto? I had heard it before. I don't think that I knew that it was so, like, iconic to Puerto Rico. You know, like, I'd heard it, but I didn't know that it was, like, you know, like, the second national anthem to Puerto Rico. I didn't know that it had that meaning um, to folks. So it was, um, it was, and that was new to me. I knew that because I used to date a Puerto Rican, so Mm, I knew. There you have it. (laughs) There you have it. um, But yeah, so excited to have her particularly um, reinterpreting this. And um, yeah, it's really, it's really dope. And I can't wait to listen to Ana Macho's version of El Gran Barón. And that, I think we talked about the episode about that song um, from La Brega, which I really liked. So Mm -hmm. I love it now. They're like, they're having like a non-binary person um, reinterpret that song. Yeah, really excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. For sure. It's, um, I love it. I love it. I think they did a great job. All right. Um, well, my next song comes from a new album that just dropped a couple in the last couple of weeks. And it's, um, by Carol G and this one, this track is featuring Carla Morrison and it's the title track from the album and it's called Mañana Será Bonito. Let's take a listen. Baby, ven acá Vamos a celebrar Que la vida es una y nadie nos puede parar Deja que hablen Que digan, comenten La verdad es dura, pero tú sabes muy bien Que te jugas 
What an interesting collab. I would not <laughs> yeah. have expected Carol G and Carla Morrison together. I know. Together. That's part of why I picked this song, because I just love an unexpected collaboration. It just really tickles me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I really like Carla Morrison. And, you know, I mean, who's not? who doesn't like Carol G? I mean, she's putting out hits, obviously. So I was excited to see this, um, see them together. What did you think of the song? Um, I thought that it was all right. I thought that it was all right. I didn't, I haven't listened to the new Carol G album because I generally find, I'm not like anti-Carol G, but I'm not like super excited about it. So it hasn't made my list of um, priorities to listen to, but I thought, yeah, this is cute. This is cute. Also, I am going to say, I do think that Mañana Será Bonito is like an excellent title for Mm. a song, for an album. I think Mm -hmm. it's like smart and like, you know, I, I just I just think it's really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I haven't gotten to spend enough time with the album, um, but I've heard really good things. Um, so yeah, I want to give an honorable mention to the song Por Si Volvemos with Romeo Santos that's on this album. I really like it. Maybe even a little bit more than this track, but yeah. because we're doing like, we're sticking with like mostly mujeres, I decided to bring the collab with Carla Morrison. Yeah, um, Romeo gets booted. <laughs> but I'd love to um, see it. <laughs> I know. No but shade to Romeo, but no, you know. no shade, no shade. Um, but we're we're doing ladies first on this episode. Um, but yes, I want I want folks to to check that song out because I think it's good. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to spend more time with it because I have heard good things, but I just haven't had a chance to listen through fully. Yeah, amazing. Maybe I'll check it out. So your next one is a is a Radhimanea throwback. Well, the artist is an artist that I brought really early on. And, That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I don't. Rem- yeah, I, I can't remember when her um, when the last time that I brought her is, but um, this is Teishi. She has a new EP out, and this song is called Mona Lisa. Let's take a listen. recently this month and um i like it i like it i haven't listened to the whole thing but i like this one i think i think she has a good ear like both for melody and for sound in general 
Um, and when I um, went to see who produced this, she's like listed as a co-producer, which I love to see, mm -hmm. um, with a couple of other people, Noah Barrison and Tommy English. Um, but yeah, I, I just like I was like, oh, Tishi has something new. So I was excited to check it out and listen to it. I'll have to listen to the whole thing. I um, haven't listened to it all, but um, I can't wait. Has it been a minute since she's put out new music? No, she put out new music in like 2019. I brought her, I think, when her album La Linda came out. Um, yeah, and she had a single in 2020, which I might have brought. I can't remember. But okay. yeah, she's been on the show more than just like, you know, her, our way back stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Cool. The video has a very much like interesting like New York New York landscape. I don't know if you watched it though, but um, mm, I watched part of it. I saw some tour bus activity, but I didn't yeah. like. I wasn't paying too much attention to it because I was writing. Yeah, and then there was like, there's a whole scene with like a luggage cart on the sidewalk, like from like a fancy hotel. You know, one of those. Like some, she's dancing mm -hmm, on it. Just mm -hmm. some interesting. Yes, I do know the luggage carts. Yeah, visual New York City visual landscaping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. I maybe will watch it more closely later. I am just like, I have like the YouTube link open. I have like my two screens, you know? I have mm -hmm. like the YouTube link open yeah. on one screen and like our Google yeah. Doc open another and I'm totally. sort of looking back and forth, Same. you know? Yep. All right, what do you All right. Well, my last song for the main part of this episode, I did make an exception. There is there is a man on this track. <laughs> There's multiple men, but um, it's a La Santa Cecilia song and I love them and I wanted to bring it anyway. So, and obviously the the front person of La Santa Cecilia is a woman. So this is um, La Carretera and it's by La Santa Cecilia and Patricio Hidalgo. Let's take a listen. show surprise i love la santa cecilia I brought them a bunch of times i'm a really big fan of la marisol the front the lead singer um lately i feel like their songs have been dipping exploring more of this like live son jarocho feel like i think this is the second one lately that came out that that is like recorded like live around a fire like in a very like son jarocho is a very um 
kind of like uh, improvisational kind of tradition where usually people come together in like a party atmosphere and sing and dance and can go for hours and there's like certain traditional songs that you sing and it has mm-hmm. this like call and response mm-hmm. vibe that they're doing i don't know if this song is like a traditional song or if it's something that they wrote um but so rather than you know it being recorded in a studio or whatever they're like at least from the video it looks like they're they actually recorded it um in that environment although it's possibly recorded in a studio and then they you know recreated it for the video but anyway it has this like um much more son harocho like adjacent vibe than some of their earlier stuff and so i really like that um, you can even hear like the fire crackling in the video, which I think is, is cool. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I, part of why I, I like Son Harocho is because I dated someone years ago who was in a Son Harocho group. And so I like witnessed them, you know, they played the little harana, yeah. the little guitar and um, guitar like instrument and sang. And it was just really cool to like go to some of the, the Son Harocho performances, which were really like, they felt like house parties where ever, people are just like, singing and dancing and people come in and people come out and it's very fluid kind of like an Mm -hmm. improvisational jazz like jam session Mm -hmm. or something so i think it's really cool um the person that is featuring on this with her patricio higado is known as el afro harocho that's like his handle it's like his nickname um and he was he was part of the movement to really preserve this musical tradition in veracruz in the 90s there was like a lot a lot of fear that a lot of it would be lost because much a lot of it was um, you know, they were or songs that were just passed down. They weren't necessarily yeah, written down yeah, yeah. Or, or recorded. And so, um, yeah, he, he formed, he was part of founding two different groups, um, one called Chuchumbe and then another one called um, Kemayama that kind of helped to do that work to preserve the tradition in Veracruz. And I think it's been successful. Like there's a pretty vibrant, like Son Harocho um, movement and um, genre. And there's people who travel and um, it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. I thought um, I, they just, they're clearly doing something with like um, traveling to Mexico and collaborating with different artists there, which it just seems like a new phase of, of their, their musical trajectory. And I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Have you read anything about this new direction or what they're trying to do? I haven't, but I also haven't looked for like articles about it. It's just what I'm noticing. Yeah. Um, like, I think their music has always had these elements to it because of who they are and, like, yeah, where they're from. Yeah. But but this is a much more, like, concerted, like, this is a Son Harocho song, very clearly, you know? So, um, I don't, like, I don't think anybody in La Sentencia is, like, a Harana player, necessarily. But maybe. Yeah, yeah no, I know I should look into it more because um, I yeah, really do like I'd them a lot. I'd be interested to hear what they're up to. Yeah, totally. Do you like Son Harocho? I know it's very different. Yeah, yeah, I do like it. I mean, I, um, it's not something that I necessarily would like put on. I'm not like yeah. against it if it's on or whatever. But it, but yeah. I have watched a good amount of some Harocho live, and it's yeah. a delight to watch. Always, it is, it is. I think we've talked about this before, but my favorite is the instrument that's made out of a cow's jaw. La quijada. Uh huh. It's so, so cool. Good. It's so cool, and yeah. just yeah, like the ingenuity, you know. Love to make a percussion instrument out of whatever's around. Right. It's like use all of the animal, including the bones, <laughs> for instrumentation, right. for music. So, all right. What's up for you next? All right. So the next thing that I brought for you all is a song by Salt Cathedral, um, who are a duo from Bogota, but they're based in Brooklyn. This song is called when Strong Emotions. Quarantine has got me mellowed out. 
Now I can even feel a strong emotion drop. I used to be on stages hyping up the crowd. Now every day at home I blow my speakers out. I just wanna feel strong emotions. I don't wanna be bored anymore. I just wanna feel the strong emotions. I don't wanna feel bored anymore. sounds really cool i can't really relate to wanting to feel strong emotions (laughs) i personally find that disruptive and inconvenient but you know um i like the song (laughs) um yeah no it's not it's not what you're leaning into but um it's interesting this is like part of i think what we're 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 not done seeing and we're seeing more of is like the music that was really created or art that was created during quarantine like during the beginning mm-hmm, of the covid pandemic mm-hmm. yes this exactly is like really captures a moment in time um that was not not very long but so incredibly like disruptive you know it's like i don't we've never experienced something like that globally and i don't think we ever will of like sort of everything shutting down and even if it didn't last maybe as long as it needed to but um but yeah it's really yeah. interesting yeah to see that in yeah reflective it's absolutely culture. super interesting and there's so much probably art that came out of that time or that's still coming out of that time um that um maybe doesn't explicitly acknowledge it but this um this does it's you know talking about how um you know after being locked down you just like want to like you know stay in more and feel your feelings more which shout out to them man i mean i I've been to a lot of therapy. I feel like if I'm having the feelings, <laughs> I'm trying to feel them instead of avoid them, which is what I would, a former version of myself, would have tried to do. Um, but like, I'm not trying to seek them. <laughs> well, it's like part of the experience of boredom was like not, yeah, not having big feelings, not not having much going on, you know? And so I think that's what they're oh getting at. Um, I found myself like, I'm feeling a little bit better now, but even like a year ago, some of the shows that I watched where, especially reality stuff, where then they were like, I was watching them re-go through like the pandemic because there's like a delay obviously between like filming and production. Mm, I was like, I was like, it's too soon. Like I'm not ready, you know, to like relive this with (laughs) anyone. Too soon for for stuff about the, about like deep lockdown times. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to that. Um, And like, it's, you know, it's changed our lives forever. So of course it's going to be reflected in like, 
the cultural production. And remember, we we did a bunch of interviews during um, COVID that with artists, and a lot of them were like talking about being incredibly productive, you know, because they weren't traveling, they weren't touring, they were yeah. just like in their studios. So uh, for a lot of people, it was a very productive. Um, not for me, but for some people, it was very productive <laughs> artistically. <laughs> Yeah, there were children around it was just like surviving was very productive you know like i think that's like a feat in itself yeah um and i think that's good um i yeah it's so interesting i did i feel i do feel like i learned a lot about myself during that time um i've been a person who for my work for you know like since like at least 2008 have just like traveled pretty consistently and sometimes at a faster pace than I would have liked um, often much more than I would have liked and I was like oh no I'm never gonna do this again and I feel like this year I've been feeling finally like this like a big shift where like people are asking more travel of me and I just realized that like since December I haven't been home for like more than a two-week stretch and I fucking hate it and I'm just like how did I get here you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, my God, I need to make this stop a little bit. But well, it's like there's no going you know. back. There's no going backwards. Right. Like we should we have to go forwards and like and adapt to the new normal and like not just be like, OK, let's go back to the pace that things were at. I might not be. I know. I really don't might not be want right that. for us anymore. Yet there's you know? like so many demands that are being made also because of like my work and whatever, you know, like all these different not all work, but, but like life stuff. But like I'm just like, oh, my God. I need yeah. to like do some reevaluation because I really don't want to go right. back to that pace of work. Right. Well, and also we proved that you can do a lot more, I think remotely and virtually than we ever thought was possible. So yeah, that's true. Which might be good long-term for accessibility, disability stuff, and also, you know, the planet carbon yeah, emissions. And remains accessible for people who are immunocompromised. Yeah, and, exactly. Know, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Totally. But you know, it's lessons on lessons still. Mm-hmm. still coming up for sure so you had a little bit of like a colombian theme going today but not because yeah yeah Senia. i had so Teishi is colombian salt cathedral are colombian um my member pick uh the artist that i picked for my member pick is um colombian but yeah like you said senia is our um puerto rican cuban exception for my picks <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> accidentally a lot of colombians Love it. Love it. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. As always, the songs and info is in our show notes at RileyMenea.com. Yeah, and you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and we have a cute little newsletter where we tell you what we're reading and what we're into. So um, make sure to sign up for that if you're into that info. And last call, if you're not a member yet and you're considering it, now's the time. Get your free Perreo keychain. Keep this independent Latinx show going. Um, thanks for all your support, y'all. Gracias, gracias. Y hasta la próxima, y'all. Thanks to Maite for editing. We'll see you next week. Bye. Ay, arrepentido. Bye.